get ready to strap on your boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode, I have Morgana Ray. She's a best-selling author. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, happy to be here, Jason. Awesome. And we're going to talk about how to become irresistible to money. And I mean, that's a great opening right there is uh, being irresistible because money is this unattainable thing that doesn't grow on trees. Our family, our friends taught us over the years, right? So how do you attract something that doesn't grow on trees, right? Well, I love that you brought up unattainable because that sounds like that boyfriend or girlfriend who is always telling you that you're not good enough and is like stepping out on you and, and, you know, coming and going and making you feel like a loser. And that is how most of us experience money, but we don't think of it that way. And I'm not just talking to people who have struggled and have never had it, but I'm also talking to people who have it and lose it and have lots of drama around it. So the first way to become irresistible to money is honestly to break up with the like bad money relationship that you have right now. So I know that because I'm in personal development, there are just so many coaches and speakers out there who are are we talking attraction. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was going to say, are we talking about the law of attraction is what I was going to ask. Or are we talking more about people who don't know how to manage their money? They might be overspending on things that they don't need to overspend on. When you say break up with money, are you saying like your 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 buying habits are really bad and your spending habits are really bad and we need to figure that out or it can be. Look, I've I've worked with people who were on public assistance and I've also worked with billionaires. So behavior follows underlying beliefs and values. So if your spending habits are bad and you're just getting rid of it or your saving habits are bad or your earning habits are bad or any of that, there's stuff going on underneath the surface that honestly, if you knew about it, it would be a lot easier to fix because and that's also why I don't think money mindset really does much because if mindset was great, nobody would have to go on a diet. So that's true. Right. So. What we want to do is we want to find out what is going on in your subconscious that hates money, resents money, is pissed off at money and is getting rid of it, pushing it away. Why you don't want to look at it, why you don't want to treat it like a good partner, why it's getting in the way of relationships, all that kind of stuff. So that's is part of that because of the fact that most people are working to live and not live. You know, they're they're working their jobs, they're making their paychecks, they're barely able to afford rent. As we know now with the pandemic, it's been kind of opened up that people don't want to work because they are not getting paid enough. And if you're making 2000 bucks a month and your rent is 1500 bucks a month and then your food and utilities and your Internet, whatever, you're left with no money. Right. So you're never going to get out of the hole. And is it, so do you think people resent money in a way that they're like, well, I, I'm not earning enough. I'm never going to make enough. So I just hate it. I hate money. I hate how the world revolves around it. Absolutely. And Jason, if I were to say to you, I hate you. I wish you didn't exist. I hate that I have to deal with you. You are why I can't do X, Y, and Z. And that was before the pandemic. I've been coaching for close to 30 years and money is the number one universal excuse for everything we can't have, do, or be. So money is like a real jerk. 
I was going to use stronger language, but you know, like, like why can't monster. you travel? Like people always say, like, why can't you travel? Well, because I don't have enough money. Well, why can't you get a nicer place? I don't have enough money. Why can't you get a new car? Yours broke down. I don't have enough money. And why is you, why your a, clothes have holes in it? You know, like there's so many if things. You're a guy, it's even worse because right. how do you take a girl out on a first date? You can't. What is she going to think about you if you don't have any money? It's it's castrating. It's horrible. So how do I attract money? To okay. like, we're talking that this is for our listeners out there, right? Morgana is about to give us the secret. Right. Okay. So first of all, just understand that you are never going to want to attract this mean money monster who makes you feel bad about yourself in the world. There's a reason you push it away. You're not a loser. You're not a failure. You're actually very, very successful at pushing away, getting rid of the monster. So first, get honest. That's how I'm not a law of attraction coach. It's like positive thinking and affirmations are going to get you nowhere. In fact, there's science that says that they will make you feel worse. I'm not against positive thinking and affirmations, but you don't put a Band-Aid on a gaping poisonous wound because it'll just turn in on you. So what you need is you need to suck it out. You want to like really see this jerk money everything you hate about it and and it's going to be even beyond money it's never the the root cause is never money itself because we made up money to represent stuff like love and worth and safety so any issues you have around feeling like you weren't loved or you're unworthy or not enough not smart enough not strong enough whatever enough and that the world is not a safe place you want to kind of dig it out like a lawyer against the universe. And then here's, because we already have a relationship with life and money as if it were a person, we want to imagine that it's that bad person because then it's no longer abstract, theoretical cocktail party talking about limiting beliefs. When it becomes this horrible person that we despise or fear or don't want to have anything to do with, that is an experience we human beings can relate to. It's real. It's not just some hokey-pokey idea. So money is the the villain of the story. Money is evil, and we want to vilify money. Now, you mentioned that uh, it's not really about money per se, but is it possibly about the things that you want to get with the money? So maybe, like I said before, like you want these things in life, but you're like, well, I don't have any money or I'm, I'm broke or my job isn't paying me enough. And so you're, you're not really upset at the fact that you don't have the actual cash, but you're upset at the fact that you don't have the things. Cause you know, the old adage, money doesn't buy happiness, right? We all, we all have heard that a zillion times. Right, money does not does buy poverty. But, but, so right. So. So it's, it's I always a- say money buys you the things that give you freedom. The money money buys you things that maybe make you a little happier in life because they're you're more comfortable. So is that what the disconnect is? Well, the disconnect is that money is like the bad parent who says you can't have it. Right. You don't right. get this. You aren't deserving. It's the 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 problem is the feeling of powerlessness. Who's the, good, I- who's the good parent? With, there will be no good parent in this story. Oh, but so there's, there's, no happy there's something <laughs> so much better coming. So much that? better. Believe me, you don't want it to be your parent. Believe me. 
What's the, what's because the your first experience of money is your parents because they tell you right. if you're loved or worthy or safe. So you want the monster who's not you and isn't your parents, but is resp- we're going to pretend it's responsible for all the bad stuff that you don't want in your existence. You want to annihilate it. Okay. Like bloodier Destroy the better, it. leave no bits. It's like the Highlander. There can only be one. The Death Star. My <sighs> yeah, exactly. Blow it out of existence and that creates this experience of a vacuum because you've had this invisible relationship which is as real as a relationship with a human being for your whole life and now it's gone it's like whoa that's weird that's when we bring in the money honey this Mm -hmm. is going to be the new relationship dynamic the new experience and this one feels like a lover the gender will be the gender that floats your boat so mine is a guy uh, and the reason for that is when we get rid of all the things that have ever made you, when you choose to reject in the most violently dramatic way, everything that has made you feel powerless, unworthy, unloved, or unsafe, everything that has minimized you, everything that feels unjust in the world. And you say, this does not get any space in my life experience anymore <sighs> as dramatically as possible. And for men, killing that monster can be really, really hard keep doing it because when it's gone and this money honey shows up and we'll just pick a female money honey what i've noticed with men is that the new personification that shows up tends to be like this beautiful woman who who's like oh my god you killed a monster for me you're my hero and (laughs) you you slayed the dragon my white knight exactly and men like (laughs) They stand taller and they're like, yeah, I did. Well, what if the guy is Shrek? I mean, uh, (laughs) it doesn't doesn't matter. matter. It's who, you know, you're all heroes on the inside. You all want to be you all. That's who you really are. And you're finally being recognized for that. And your money feels safe. And now you have this relationship that you want to be in who shares your values and sees you as your best, most creative, most resourceful self is on your team, and now you get to have a conversation, a new kind of relationship that is not based on rescue me, save me, give me stuff, which makes you like back to being a baby under the power of this monster. Now you're the hero of the story. Right. So it sounds like a perception or a new reality you're creating for yourself. It's a mindset that you no longer want to allow money to rule your life. You're not letting this bad guy beat you down. You're saying, no, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm going to just look towards the positive. I'm going to allow this money, honey, to come into my life. I'm going to forget about the things that I can't have and focus on the things that I can have, you know, focus on what I can control. It, It sounds like almost like a mindset more than it is you're and in he, the ballpark. Yeah, well, this is what I'm, I'm hearing, right? So I'm hearing down to the heart and the groin. Okay. Ooh. Because, okay. Wow. Two important places. The mind will follow whatever your heart and your groin tell you. Okay. So if your body <laughs> is saying, "I like this," your mind is going to be there. Right. Whoa! She wants me to balance my checkbook. I'm there for you, baby. Right. And it's now, a you, really, but it's a different balancing checkbook, right? Fun. You mentioned bouncing your checkbook. Do you recommend I this is something that I tell people to do who have trouble with money is to get out a, a spreadsheet, simple Google Sheet or whatever and itemize what they spend in a given month. Literally every single expense they have 
and then add it all up. What are you spending now? What can you cut out of that? What can you make cheaper? What do you really not need? What are you spending too much on? It's visually representation, a visual representation of what you're spending helps you put things in the perspective like, oh, wow, I'm spending 500 bucks a month on cable. I know people who spend two, three hundred dollars a month on cable and I'm like, cut the cord, right? Stream I, online. I would do that after you slay the monster so that you aren't mad right. at money when you do that. I would rather it feel like foreplay. Foreplay. Got it. So when you when you have this gorgeous love of your life, and by the way, if you're married, here's the good news, because I hear this all the time from clients. I feel like I'm cheating on my spouse. And I go, Great. And your money, honey, doesn't have a body, but guess who does? And that's really, really good. I've had so many like marriages that were on the brink of falling apart because of money stress. Yeah. Go into big problem. Like, permanent honeymoon mode. Yeah. So because the guy feels better about himself, the woman who goes through this feels safe and relaxed. She gets softer, be- softer because her money, honey, is like this big guy who loves her and so what you want to do now that you have this person, this imaginary person, is you want to have a conversation. The first rule of money, honey, is this person loves you and chooses you over everybody else in the world, wants to be with you, is not going to rescue you because you don't need to be rescued. You have the body, so you have the power. So you get to have a conversation that is doesn't have any of your neurotic crap. So you get to say things like, what do you need from me so you can stay with me the way you want to? And you want to feel it in your whole body. You want to be turned on. And you will get answers because when you ask a question, your mind plugs in the answer. But when you're in love, that frightened, bad decision-making, back part of the head, the reptile brain goes to when we're frightened that takes over and we make really bad decisions based on fear it's like our intelligence goes down the higher our fear is but when we feel loved and safe we can take a look at all of that chaos and all of these very dramatic circumstances and go oh okay I can see, I can see what I could do here. And you get to have a conversation with your money, honey, who doesn't have any of your fears and sees you as wonderful. And you get to make a plan together. So if she, and finally, step number six is concrete, measurable action. What does she want you to do to, so that you and she know that this relationship has changed and you're in love and you're in it to get it, to win it together. So that could be, balance your checkbook or go over your expenses and get rid of stuff. It could be go to the park. I have a client whose money, honey, told her to go skating with her kid in the dead of winter in Canada, but she was too worried about money. So she didn't do it the first day. Nothing changed. She didn't do it the second day. Nothing changed. She did it the third day, had this really relaxing, connected experience with her son, came home, got a phone call and received $10,000. And that well, was just the geez. beginning. I no, go to I, the park every day. <laughs> I don't come I, on the phone I, calls I like have, that. That's for sure. I have clients who make millions of dollars doing this. Um, yeah. So it sounds I great. know now, it are, sounds are very scary, uh, but we change when our feelings change. The mindset follows the heart. Yeah, of and course. The are these uh, tactics, methodologies, and ideas all in your book? You bet. And, and for those watching, people, I yeah, have it right here. Oh, nice. Financial <laughs> alchemy. So I like it. It's a kind of like a, almost like a, a potions, right? It sounds like from the medieval times. I will. Yeah, I dig that stuff. But alchemy, uh, 
full disclosure. Where, where, can, I, where, where can people find the book? You can you can get it on Amazon. You can also get it on my website at MorganaRay.com. The Great. benefit to getting it at my website is I have a secret bonus that you won't find oh, at cool. Amazon, a two-hour Q&A call that, I, that uh, if you come back and put in your name and your email address and your receipt number, you'll get a two-hour Q&A where I actually walk you through all the twisty parts on the process so that you don't fall into any of the into the traps. traps. Perfect. I, I use alchemy because alchemy is the transmutation of lead into gold. So we want yes. to take like the worst leaden lead. stuff that has happened in your life and take it to the bank and make it work for you for make the it rest into of gold. your life. Love it. Thank you, Morgana. This was awesome. Hopefully people learned a lot and check out MorganaRay.com to get her book and her two hour Q&A. Woohoo. Thanks, <laughs> thanks again for coming. Appreciate it. Thank you. And we will see everybody in next week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you learned something in today's episode, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, on Amazon. And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on udemy.com. Also, you can support this podcast by leaving me a positive review and also by visiting patreon.com slash strap on your boots to become a member and get bonus material. See you in next week's episode.